Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Whitehall Learning. I am Morten Røvik and as always I'm here with my good friend and colleague Lars Roskil Henriksen. Privet Lars and Helloisen. <laughs> Privet Morten and I don't know, are you okay? That did not sound right. <laughs> <laughs> no. In any case, good to see you as always and good to be with our listeners out there. We always start off by reminding you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers. So we hope that this episode supports you in that. If you're new to GTD, we always recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to the basics of GTD, the five steps. And today's episode is number 80. Woohoo! Um, and today's episode topic is the fast approaching holiday, the, the Christmas mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Merry Christmas done is the, <laughs> our title for today. And before we go there, I just want to say the reason I smile a little is what I'm trying to wonder if I could make a, a Danish uh, English uh, no. greeting. And no. uh, we talked about this in the pre-show and Lars do not like it when I try to speak Danish. <laughs> he says the hair starts standing on his arms when I do that. So I will not yes. do that. I will be. I will not do that, Lars. I will keep it. I keep it to myself. <laughs> I'll be watching those uh, download statistics, and if they start to drop now, Martin, I I know exactly why. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, t today's topic is um, uh, how can you prepare and get a Merry Christmas done this year? Some tips from us, some ideas that we have when it comes to what you can do to be more present and more enjoying your Christmas. And um, we've made a few notes, both of us, on uh, what we can talk about. And um, so so you, the difference between you and me, except that you're younger and um, you are Danish, and you're, but you're also a father uh, of small children. Correct. And so your Christmas really needs to get merry or... Um, uh, it's 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 not funny i would guess <laughs> so so and uh, and you know i have a grown-up um, son and a bonus daughter uh, that are also grown up so i don't have small children we have grandchildren um we can enjoy but mm -hmm. um they are in a different country in a different part of the world which makes it a little different they're difficult to to celebrate christmas with them Mm. And um, but so so your Christmas is different from mine. So I will take the the adults with uh, uh, adult. I'm sorry, the adult children parent um, <laughs> version of this. So yeah. um, so let's. I I would like to hear what is what is your you know t tell us you know you have a plethora of children tell us how many <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think two well, so yes. not really i don't know if that <laughs> we'll have to look up the definition but yeah. <laughs> very very the, the yeah. smallest possible group of children that we have yeah, yes yeah. Correct. two sons yeah. yes yes absolutely no and it, it really you know just reflecting on that it really changed um, when they started caring about christmas because i think mm -hmm. as everyone has you know gone through it Christmas was fun when you were younger, and then it started to become a bit of a, uh, you know, it's it's nice, we meet, but, you know, uh, not really caring too much about it. And then as soon as they started, you know, 
gaining interest in this uh, as mm. they were growing up. They are four and seven now. Um, it just really changed, and it's so much more enjoyable now. And it really is a a, a very nice time. Uh, I know mm. it's a there's a lot of stuff going on. Maybe a stressful time mm. for some, but I really think again, GTD is such a great help in in this in this case as well. Um, yeah. Just you know, enjoying Christmas and enjoying the um, just the you know, sharing the joy that the the kids have for this uh, for this holiday is just uh, mm. so much fun. Um, we started, I think, uh, over the weekend, so that was around yeah, November twentieth. Uh, that was as far as we could stretch it when it came to to uh, to start to to hang up all the the Christmas ornaments. So the first things have already been uh, being put up. Now we are in Christmas mode. We had a bit of you snow know, in Denmark, and you know, I have to tell uh, you, my wife she <laughs> loves Christmas, and she starts early as well. So you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then we had a bit of snow, and um, I don't know who likes the snow more, whether it's my wife or the kids, but mm. they were all so excited and and outside the whole time playing in the the tiny bit of snow that we got. So mm. Christmas is uh, fast approaching uh, at our house, uh, definitely. Yes. Yes. I have. Um... Um, uh, a hypothesis about Christmas is that the level of stress that you feel um, going towards Christmas is equal to the level of unpreparedness. Hmm. Which means that uh, if you look at the reverse engineering, that they said if you prepare for Christmas uh, good, um, you will not have stress in Christmas because you get to do what you need to get done and I think that is my my thinking about this is also that I remember before if I didn't prepare for Christmas it kind of we have a saying in Norwegian uh, it came like Christmas Eve on the on the wife it's uh, I don't know I, don't ask me why it comes from julekvelden på kjerringa and uh, the but it is like it is uh, surprising to a lot of people that Christmas is actually coming. Oh, is it Christmas already? Mm. Yes. Duh. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Look at the calendar, dude. Yeah. Or, uh, or do that. And uh, the, um, my, my, hop, my hypothesis here that is that, that if you prepare for Christmas well and maybe prepare in the way that you have checklists so that you know what you need to get done, and, and that you look at them at the appropriate time and then make a map on how you will achieve what you need to achieve. Um, that will alleviate a lot of stress, I would guess. Hmm. What is your yeah, take and on I this? think that, that, that sounds uh, familiar to, to just a general discussion about what GTD does, you know, yeah. getting ahead of some of those things and, you know, seeing things before they show up. Uh, when you know they're in the calendar, um, December 24th, it's, it's the same date every year. <laughs> so um, I was looking, you know, earlier this, uh, earlier today, actually, I was looking ahead in my calendar, uh, trying to book a, a client meeting for a client that wanted to drop by, uh, by our office. Um, and I started to look ahead and I'm, yeah, okay. I can see that there aren't many weeks left until Christmas. So mm -hmm. again, that reoriented a bit and reprioritized some of the things that I mm -hmm. need to, to start focusing on. Mm. And and for just a little clarification for our American li listeners is that uh, in Norway and the Scandinavian countries, Christmas is celebrated. I know this is her heresy, but it's on the 24th. That is Christmas Eve for us. We get all our presents before you. I'm sorry. 
We are less patient. We don't have the patience to wait wait until the 25th. Not going to happen. No, No, and I remember this. I I lived in Australia uh, in 96, 97 um, with uh, some different families there as an exchange student. And clearly remember this, having to go to bed. First of all, it was really, really hot. (laughs) And then on on Christmas, that was kind of strange. And then going to bed and then getting up really early in the morning, opening all the Mm -hmm. presents and then just lying down because it was just too hot to do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was just a very, very different Christmas. But you're right. No, we, Mm -hmm. we cannot wait. We we go for the 24th. Yes, and uh, the presents are uh, unwrapped, um, at least in Norway, um, as soon as we've uh, finished uh, the Christmas Eve meal, uh, which is always, uh, you know, a torture for the children. They have to wait until we finish the <laughs> dessert before and all adults, of course, we take our time. And so they have to wait just to torture them some more. So, okay. But... <laughs> But leading up to that, I want to, to, to tell you, um, talk about a little anecdote. Um, I might have mentioned this before, but the, um, the topic of the, or the, the, the name of this episode is Merry Christmas Done. And uh, um, it, this, my idea stems from uh, the fact that I had a, um, a coaching client a few years back who, um, you know, she, she, it was a woman, she had a family and the family uh, you know, demanded all every every year that she should, uh, you know, that it was like unspoken demand, but she needed to make all the food ready. And, you know, her sister came, uh, children came, you know, all the husbands came and she had to, you know, she was, um, uh, you know, she, her Christmas was being sweaty in the kitchen and preparing for all the the meals that I have to make and all the presents was her responsibility. And when I talked to her about, okay, so how can you make your Christmas merry? How can you get your Merry Christmas done? Mm. And uh, it ended up with actually that she she tried to figure out, well, how can I be happy in the Christmas? How can I feel good about Christmas? And what you know what I did? Mm-hmm. They left the country. <laughs> stayed at a hotel on Christmas Eve and took their families with them. So that was, you know, um, a Merry Christmas done. They were in a hotel, uh, in a, you know, in a warm place where the children could swim in the swimming, swimming pool. They took off, of course, all the presents with them. So the children were happy and it was a very different Christmas. And mm. For her, it was the best Christmas ever. Just because she didn't have to be in the kitchen sweaty and, you know, working, working, working. Because I think a lot of people feel like that. Is that Christmas is just work. It's just stressful. And and I think, I don't think you need to, to leave the country and go somewhere else to stay in a hotel uh, to have a Merry Christmas done. But I think preparation is everything. So mm. so how do you prepare for Christmas or your, your family, Lars? And I know your, your, your beautiful wife, Silla, she is, um, she's with you in, um, in, in well, at least partly, partially in, in GTD. And I know that you use GTD to prepare for Christmas. How do you do that? Mm. Yeah, no, no. And, and as we were talking about what we were going to go through in the podcast, uh, just a quick, you know, two minutes mind sweep relating to all the things that I do from a GTD perspective when it comes to Christmas. And it really is, there's a lot. <laughs> there are a lot of things that really that really come into play. Um, first of all, just, you know, all of the different, like you said, preparations that will, will happen. Um, 
different projects that will show up on my radar. Um, some of them, like um, buying Christmas presents, uh, they're actually part of a, a yearly checklist for me. So mm -hmm. um, actually, I just did a, a level two seminar earlier this month, and, and, and I noticed how many of those things actually also relate to how I, I spend my Christmas when it comes to a yearly checklist mm -hmm. and, of course, also a natural planning model. So in, in in the early days when we were planning Christmas, uh, then, you know, a good starting point might be a natural planning model as to, you know, what, what would it look like, why you're actually doing this, and, and walking through those steps. But but looking at my, my projects list, um, there would be things like yeah, buying Christmas presents, uh, having a, a good idea about that and getting those done in time. Um, mm. I used to be the guy that would run around on December 22nd or 23rd. And I would, you know, uh, be in the, the big shopping mall <laughs> where they had every everything you could ever want. And then I would just yeah. pick things off the shelves and people would be, be happy, of course. Uh, mm. They were nice presents, but they weren't really thought through. No. So <clears throat> I was looking at this with uh, with my wife and um, just, you know, starting to, to pick up that planning and walk through that. And um, it was nice to see some of the things that I'd captured during the year. Uh, mm. Some some fun things um, were, you know, looking into this year, whether we can buy more presents that are recycled instead of uh, buying new things all the time. Um, mm. uh, so there were some ideas from, from that perspective and then just some some fun, quirky things that, that had showed up in, you know, when we were together with my, mm. my sister and her husband, for example, some of the things that they mentioned or some things mm. that we noticed that they, they, they might benefit from, from having. Uh, it's so nice to capture these and they were captured like six months ago, maybe. Mm. And it's just so nice to have that list. So perhaps that is mm. my, my best and biggest tip to, to lead Gift us off with that. List. Gift ideas in your reference system. Gotta have it. Uh, yeah. All the good ideas have to have somewhere. I guess you have one as well. Yes, I have one, and I have a Ninja trick for um, you know the gift um, idea list. Um, if you are on an iPhone, and this is iPhone specific, I'm sorry, Android guys and girls, but if you are in, um, um, let's say you're in a shop, you uh, your better half or some person says, oh, that's nice. I this 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 I like but you know pass and you think this mm. oh, this could be a good christmas idea a christmas gift idea then what what you could do is that to take a photo of that and then open that photo in um in your uh, uh you know the, the the photos album app on your phone and then just uh, say to siri remind me and uh, put sorry put this on my christmas ideas list and that photo will go into that list with uh, you know the the GPS locations on where that was where that shop was. Mm. So if you ever decide to go buy that, you know exactly how it looks, which model it was, and where you can buy it. Cool. Good huh? tip. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and if somebody sends you um, uh, an, you know an SMS with a tip, you can do the same things. Remind me of this or put this on my Christmas ideas yeah. list. And that uh, SMS will go into that, uh, or the message will go into your your, your reminders list. Uh, sorry, reminder app on your phone. 
No, that's a great tip. And I actually, I use a variant of that um, when it comes to, to email. So um, I like to use the um, the standard email client. And now, <laughs> now we're diving into tools, but but let's go yeah. there. Um, no, one of the things that really bugs me about the, the uh, iOS client is that you're not able to share. So I would like to bring my emails with me to my task manager. Um, and that does not yet uh, appear to be an option in, in iOS. But you can actually do what you just said. Remind me about this. Um, when I get to the office, for example, I saw an email um, here and I really need to deal with this as soon as possible. Um, mm. There's no way for me to to take that and put that in my my uh, my task manager, but I can do that uh, trick mm. and say, remind me about this. And, and like you said, it's yeah. a, it's actually a really get, cool feature. When I arrive at the office and then you arrive yes. at the office and bing, yes. <laughs> and that, is, that is so cool. Um, yeah, and, and that is, um, you know, gift ideas list just to keep one just to have one. I find having it on my phone is a good idea. And to be able to either attach when you when, when this um, idea occurs or when you want either with a picture or just write down. Hmm. And um, I'm not sure if you can capture location on that. Um, I'm not sure if that's possible, you know, when I get back here, maybe. Yeah, you could. Hmm. When I yeah, get probably. back here again, yeah, say that remind me, remind me to buy this when I get back here, and then suddenly you will get back to this place and yeah. go, ding ding, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. No, so that, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, so that 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 project, of course, is is pretty yeah. significant. Um, a lot of people to buy presents for, and just having that list to walk through is just so mm. so much more pleasant, so much more fun gifts to give when when we get to that part so so that's that's certainly a key project otherwise you know there's um we don't uh, celebrate the christmas at at our place so we'll go to my mother-in-law on the 23rd so we'll actually have a oh. pre-christmas christmas we cannot even wait to the 24th so there'll be some presents there as well and then on the, on the 24th at my mom's place this year um so so if they were something that we were involved in in some way they might be be projects there. There might mm. be projects relating to we meet to um, create our own Christmas ornaments and things, you know, like cutting things yeah. and gluing things together and whatever that that might be be called. We have a, a, a day for that as well. Um, mm. Some celebrations after Christmas where we meet, mm. uh, celebrating New Year's Eve, um, all mm. of those things when we when we do them, uh, we have them as, as projects uh, on, on our lists. And, you know, that's uh, that's just a one way to make sure that we can can have that that Merry Christmas. Exactly. So, and and for those of you who don't know what Lars talks about when he says that you have to glue things together, and that is, <laughs> <laughs> so we have, yeah, I think we have the same traditions more or less in in uh, Denmark and Norway is that we, um, or at least some families have this as a family tradition that you will make Christmas uh, tree ornaments. Um, it's like you. You uh, cut out strips of, of um, colored paper and you uh, you create um, kind of like a ring that's connected to a ring. So it becomes a chain and you put that chain of different color uh, paper, shiny on, on the Christmas tree as part of, you know, preparation. It's, it's to do something nice together with your children, you know, so that mm. they can get that, you and they can get that good Christmas feeling. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. But, but something that does not give you the Christmas feeling is in Norway, I, t I mentioned this in the pre-show to Lars and he goes, what is <laughs> that? We have, 
if you want to be, this is, and I'm not saying this with a smile around my face, but it is actually true. A lot of women feel that they have to make seven different kinds of cakes before Christmas, because that's Christmas tradition here. So if you want to be a good housewife, you have to make seven different types of cakes. And and I'm not sure if that's is something that's anywhere else in the world. But uh, the pressure is on <laughs> for for a lot of for a lot, especially um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little old-fashioned and sexist there, but but um, for women, um, one could say that this is. But it's traditionally been that women make, bakes these cakes, and if you are one of those, so then maybe it's a good idea. Don't try to make all of them at once, but make um, <laughs> you know. One checklist could be your recipe where you have to buy the th different things, have that ready. So when you can buy for all the seven different cakes you must make, you can buy it in one go and then uh, have recipes ready and available. So and make a plan for when you're supposed to bake them. So do you get them done in time if that's what you want to do? And that, that goes to any other preparations. I know that you also have in Denmark and I'm sure around the world, special food that you only eat in the Christmas mm. time or Christmas days. So so that, that goes there as well. If you want to buy that, create that shopping list in advance so you don't have to run around frenzied with, you know, before <laughs> a couple of days before and trying to buy everything uh, at once. Mm, Maybe it's yeah. a good idea to just make shopping lists in advance. And maybe maybe a tip on that. Um, we have actually a Google Doc that is called uh, Family Recipes. So all of the different family recipes that we have from my mom, from my grandmother, um, or just nice recipes that we sort of, you know, consider part of our family. We, we mm -hmm. have that as a shared Google Doc. So um, mm. that actually happened recently. I was out shopping and I was just reminding, you know, maybe I should buy, we, <laughs> this sounds very strange. We have a, a specific recipe for these uh, fermented herrings that we, uh, that we eat Ooh. around uh, Christmas. Um, so we have a, that's actually a Norwegian oh, recipe from my, from my grandmother there. Yes. Um, so we, we make them, uh, them every year. And um, um, I just picked up that list, added it to the shopping mm. list. And um, now it's ready to go so hopefully mm -hmm. this weekend we will make them and um, um, we'll also make some cupcakes <laughs> my, mm -hmm. my boys and I uh, we, we, uh, we, we try to become really good at making cupcakes we watch these uh, baking shows um, and um, we're trying to become really good at making uh, fancy cupcakes so so that'll be cool. part of the <laughs> maybe that counts for one of the seven cakes at least I plan to mention that uh, mm. Norwegian tradition to my wife and maybe stress my Norwegian heritage is you know we really need to have seven <laughs> seven cakes before Christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you need to set up a hotline to me so that I can I can talk her down from that so, uh, <laughs> so one of the things that I thought we, we could mention is that, you know, one of the things that like the seven different kinds of cakes and, the, you know, the expectations we have for for what is a Merry Christmas done, that's very individual. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure that um, your wife uh, has a set of expectations. You have a set of expectations and, you know, the family has a set of expectations on what what, what is a Merry Christmas done. And to make sure there is alignment between those, or at least having a discussion whether we want to have alignment between that or celebrate Christmas mm. um, 
without each other, which is, you know, my, my, um, I'm sure the listeners has found out, but I've talked about this many times. My wife is uh, French with uh, Turkish heritage and uh, her idea of Christmas is totally different than mine. So, so, and, and she's never heard about these seven different kinds of cakes and, uh, and um, I never tried to enforce that on her. But one of the things that I've been trying to do with her is that we use the natural planning model in getting things done to avoid crucial conversations. Ooh. Oh, did you see the segue? I, just <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and this is just a segue for, 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 for people to also just briefly mention what is a crucial conversation. That is actually a course that we are now carrying. Um, the, the new um, set of courses um, that we got from Crucial Learning is one of them is Crucial Conversations for Mastering Dialogue. And in this, they talk about what is a crucial conversation. And crucial conversation is it's, um, it's opposite opinions, high emotions, and, and um, uh, what do you call it? Opposite. Now I translated into Norwegian. What is this in English? Yeah, opposing views, maybe. Yeah, opposing views. Okay. So, 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 um, no, it's a high, high risk, high risk conversations. So high risk, uh, um, different opinions and and high emotions. If you have that, you will have a crucial conversations, uh, and and. To avoid that uh, is, of course, to avoid having that conversation at all by using the natural planning model and asking, what's, what, is your, what is the purpose of celebrating Christmas together? What do we want mm. to achieve? Why do we want to achieve this? You know, what, is, what is important for us? And to, to map the, the purpose of celebrating Christmas. And if you can get a, a common understanding on that, then, then it's a lot easier to move into you know, um, planning together understand um and what is our framework do we need to have all the seven different kinds of cakes so maybe we can just make one or mm. or you know how many presents should we buy and what what price and what is your expectations for what i need to buy for you and what is my expectations for what you should buy for me and and to just to have that kind of conversations in advance will make more of a merry christmas than i think I don't know. What yeah. do you think, Lawrence? No, absolutely, absolutely. Getting getting ahead of those uh, with the natural planning model, and again, my my agenda list uh, around Christmas uh, for yes. my wife is uh, is pretty pretty important to to go through as usual, but but may, maybe even more important in those days. Mm. But you, you've you've been married for a few years, and you've been having um, you know your children is not newborn, but they are getting mm -hmm. you know boys are getting older seven. And four and seven you you mentioned yeah. and so so you you have some experience uh, of um of celebrating christmas together mm. but i'm i'm thinking a lot of or maybe some of our listeners has uh, never had a christmas with their spouse or better half um yeah. and that for for, for them the natural planning might be natural planning model might be something you could look into and we have an episode on that and i'm sure that lars will now take a note to make sure that the yes. show notes have a, have a link to that episode at least uh, we uh, referenced that we've referenced that so many times so i already know it's episode 10. so you okay, can go so back and find episode 10 that's okay. the natural planning model episode 10 go there 
if you're interested in natural planning model to avoid the crucial conversations, uh, you know, as a yeah. measure not having them. But if you have them, then have a look at the, the new offerings that we are going to bring to the Nordic region now by whitetrolllearning.eu. That might be mm, the best place exactly. to go. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll leave it to you. What's next? <laughs> no, I think just, you know, reflecting on, on Christmas and then looking at the, the schedule, there are just so many things going on. Um, in Denmark, we also have a, a pretty significant tradition to meet up with uh, friends or uh, business networks to, to mm -hmm. eat together and enjoy. So so the weekends are busier than, than normal. And I think mm -hmm. it's just you know, so many ad hoc things that show up that, you know, um, we are going today to a, uh, a Christmas uh, celebration at the school. Tomorrow we're going to a Christmas celebration at the kindergarten. Um, there are, you know, they will uh, buy some presents for some of their friends. Um, there's just so many, so many planning tasks and ad hoc tasks mm. that just show up both, both, you know, ad hoc, but also just um, you know, planning that maybe there is uh, there should be some some presents uh, during December, or maybe there'll be some I don't know what we would call that in English, but sometimes we have a like a is it an elf maybe I don't know what you call an is in yeah. in English. It's, it's, um, uh, it's, it's someone of santa's helpers maybe let's yeah. let's call it <laughs> call it that um, yeah. who is you know will we'll drop by phenomenal. our house yeah perhaps um but but this this uh, uh figure <laughs> will we'll drop by Nisse. just uh, call him Nisse. Nisse. His name is yeah we'll we'll introduce the concept of Nissa to the the world with this podcast um mm. so uh, no but that this uh Nisse will will drop by and um and sometimes uh, it'll leave a presence if you've uh, if you're nice to to him or her and sometimes he'll do uh, crazy things like uh you know play with their toys in the evening when they get up in the morning it's all over mm -hmm. the floor or the milk turns green or red or whatever it might be. So mm. those kinds of planning ad hoc things uh, also just show up. Um, mm. And then it's just, you know, um, Christmas holiday, Christmas break, and maybe taking mm. some time off, uh, taking that into consideration also is, is really a, uh, an important part of a, a Merry Christmas for me that I can really disconnect and, um, and, and, and take some days off uh, in good conscience and, and with a, a calm, and easy going mind, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And it and it all comes down to get it out of your head as soon as possible. Mm, Decide yeah. what does it mean to you? And are you going to do something about it? And then create a next action if the answer is yes, I have to get something done with this. And then yeah. what's my desired outcome? Park those on two different lists and where you go. And, uh, and and the heavy use of checklists um, mm. form of definitely know, a big recommendation that you can you know whatever works well this year capture it on a checklist so you know <laughs> that you don't have to rethink this every year have that checklist uh, if yeah. uh, you know that is just so helpful and and yeah. keep uh, iterating on that so whatever you learn this year you know capture that on the list so when you mm. when you pick it up next year you can 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 trust that it's even even a, a better checklist for you to work from. I, I remember listening to to David Allen back in the day before I started, you know, um, approaching him for getting the getting things done uh, franchise to Norway many, many years ago. And I remember he said one of the things that really grabbed me is I said, I'm really lazy. 
Mm. <laughs> and 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 being really lazy is is a good thing. So and when it comes to lists, you know, checklists, grab what worked this year, so you don't have to rethink the whole thing next year. And make good checklists so that you don't have to to go back again and again and again and again for for uh, you know remind what did we do what did I what where how much uh, where this this craziness that we we have adds to to stress and it's totally unnecessary but you have to create some sort of structure to capture this um, whatever it is you want to do and then you just get it out of your head and into the structure mm, and as yeah. David Allen would say if you want freedom create structure because in, in, in if you have everything outside your head in a structured system so you can get it done without thinking about it too much or uh, more than necessary then then that's good good um, getting things done good practice and good laziness um, so be really lazy productive laziness yeah productive tell your spouse be lazy <laughs> let's be lazy about christmas yeah mm. yeah exactly um and um and and one thing i i like to do as well is um and it's also a recommendation i think from the level two seminar um cleaning out the archives so yeah. clean them out and i think actually we even mentioned it on, on level one uh, workshops um cleaning them out once a year um mm. i really find that valuable i you know when i heard, first heard it i thought oh, i don't know <laughs> mm -hmm. but but when you know it's just such a nice thing typically on on december 23rd just you know sitting down just running through the 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 archive it doesn't really take long but it's just nice to be reminded mm. about what's in there and often i will find oh cool i didn't yeah. i had forgotten i had that so it's nice mm. remember and also just to clean out the things that i don't need to have in that archive anymore. Um, I mm. know I'll come across some things, if nothing else, then just receipts that were saved. It's due to, to you know, might need them for warranty, but at some point they get too old anyway. So, mm. so you know, clean that out so you actually have what is, what is relevant in your archive. Mm. So that might also be a, a Christmas activity out there. At least it is for me. Mm. Yeah, for me as well, I, I go through my digital um, uh, archive uh, and also, you know, to archive, archive things that are not, you know, to clean up just a clean house. It's like cleaning the drawer if it's get a little messy and, and you make sure that the old, old crap doesn't stay there Just move it out. And uh, one thing that I've been uh, doing very um, um, successfully is that I always when I have either a structure in my folder system for, you know, project support in emails, I have a folder for that and that's only active projects always cleaning that up and just do an extra cleaning in the during you know christmas or or just over new year uh, so mm. that you can do that and i do i use i use the same technique in my devon think database for for reference material i i go back there and i i delete things that i don't think i ever will get you know use and i use I used my son before as a reference there. So seriously, are you going to do? You, are you ever <laughs> going to use this for anything? And if the answer is no, then okay, I don't hold it. because all the old things that you keep around are having some sort of hold on you, whether you like it or not, or whether you are aware of it or not. So just cleaning, just make sure it's you know clean and e more easy to use for the next year it will you will be happy uh, yeah. after the fact mm, yeah i think 
<laughs> I, I agree. No, it, it is interesting. I, I, I saw this so clearly with a coaching client earlier this year. I don't know if I already mentioned it on the podcast, but it was just, it was a physical coaching where I was there for two days and um, we spent some time just cleaning out her cupboards. And, and mm -hmm. she really looked at me very strangely when I said, Let, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. but, but it really made a big difference when, when it was all cleaned up and it didn't really take that long to get all that stuff out. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just, you really see it when, when things, you know, when they're not in that messy state mm -hmm. that they might have been in, um, it really makes a difference. It, it really yeah. does. And one of the things that if you want to, you know, either restart or kickstart your GTD system, if you have, a, you know, some downtime in the in the Christmas, you know, in the days in, in, in the Christmas time and then set aside, you know, David Allen, he, he talks very uh, adamant about this, that uh, to get your system up and running, get your own methodology practice up and running, you, to restart or to kickstart it, it's always good to start with with um, something that that clears out the old you, the or old system, and then initiate the new system. So if you don't stay in your old system, move everything if you can to the new system. So so if you are in a semi-functional um, task manager get a good one and then you know move everything there and start using it after the best practices that is always um, good and I know a lot of our listeners are are avid GGDers but I'm sure uh, quite a few of you would love to restart your GTD it's more like I I knew GTD at the time and and I did it and it works fine but I'm not doing it anymore and I'm, and I'm listening to your podcast as a way to remind me that I should get back to that and hey <laughs> um, consider your your butt kicked <laughs> <laughs> now's the time Friend, friendly reminder. <laughs> friendly reminder. Start the, the new year fresh with 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 getting things done. So mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the last one, one on my list, at least, um, was that we do this half year review. So mm. we do a half year review. Uh, I sit down with my my wife uh, when the kids are asleep and uh, a, a good good bottle of wine, perhaps, uh, on that evening, and just um, talk through. What happened this year? What do we want to have happen next year? Um, could be specific projects or could be um, things to focus more on. So one of the things that we, we made a few years back that I just came across again was um, things that we wanted more of in the new year. Mm. So more more um, exercise with the kids, more nature, more mm. walking in the in nature, more more time outdoors, mm. uh, that, that kind of thing. So, and I just really, I really, really like that half year view. I think one thing we will do different this year is that I'm, I have a feeling these days and that, that, that's where I am with GCD now that these are feelings that are guiding how I want to structure things. Um, I, I want to have a, a, you know, if we create a list of things that we want to have happen in 2023, um, I'll want to have that list printed and on the wall. Mm. in the home office I'll, I'll want, mm. i won't be able to to go just walk past that just see that just be reminded of that and have mm. that bit more more clear because i find that you know even though i do see that uh, that list and being reminded about what we talked about i'm i i I think there are some different formats that I want to play around with for next year mm. so that'll at least be mm. one thing that i'll try differently um, or perhaps sure. i know you yeah, and I think you also did did, did a version at least earlier. I don't know if you still do with uh, with these uh, vision vision boards. I guess. Uh, yeah, 
that make it much cut out. Every, yeah. yeah. We do that every year, my wife and I, that where we... Is that a Christmas thing as well, or is that... Yeah, the... it's, it's a before New Year thing, so we do it yeah. in the, the, the days between Christmas and New Year. Exactly. We sit down yeah, with um, a bunch of magazines, and um, you know, sometimes, because what I want is so specific, I have to go and print them for, put them up, and, you know, cut them out. But, um, but to, to, to uh, and, you know, envision what, what, what do I want the next year to be about? And um, and and the work. I wouldn't say the worst thing is more like the best thing about it is actually works. Yeah. Um, like we wanted to have a sofa. We decided this sofa looks good, so we found one. Um, not same, but it's all. It's, it is. It is just. It is affirmations, but it's also the process of making that board together as a as a couple helps mm. us align what we want. So, so when my, my wife wants to go on a cruise ship, I might not want that, but I know that she wants that. <laughs> this is her desired outcome. So we, maybe we, we must go on a cruise ship one day. So, <laughs> so that, that's, happy wife, happy that didn't life, really sound like a shared vision for it. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is, it is, but we have our two halves. So she yeah. has her half, I have my half. And um, for for my wife, that's also a spiritual thing. Um, it's mm -hmm. um, it was kind of like what she wants from from God um, mm -hmm. the next year. And uh, and um, for me, it's um, more. I, I'm not that spiritual as her, so so it's more like me. I'm I'm looking what do, what do I want out of this the year to come, and um, how can we create that and make it happen. So, but um, are we at the uh, the end of this episode? It feels like that. And Lars froze. Okay, Lars. I think that was the last word for you. And I will pause. And we are back. Uh, we just lost uh, internet for a little while, but we are back now. So, and uh, it was the Nisse. Then yeah. this have made we something took happen. our internet. <laughs> <laughs> Morton, you have to be nice to the NISA, otherwise I you'll am make trying. that kind of tricks. He, yeah. he tried to steal our internet, so this um, te technique. Very Nisa. technology savvy, uh, savvy NISA you have in, in yeah. Norway. Yeah, I know. I know. So, <laughs> but we are, I think we are at the end of our um, episode now. and. Um, do you have some announcements to make? I know before we go there, like this is the last episode. <laughs> okay, that was in. I was in. Should I announce something more? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, we just wanted to make uh, make sure that um, to let you know that this was actually the last episode of 2023. Mm -hmm. um, we sorry, 2022. We will be yeah. back in 2023. Don't worry. <laughs> You're ahead of your time, Lars. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wanted to say it was the last episode before 2023, so that's where that mm. um, <clears throat> that's where that came from. Mm. Um, but yeah, just so just wanted to to thank our listeners. Um, it's just you know, as always, so nice to to get all your your feedback during the year. And um, thanks for for listening along. We we love doing these. And um, um, this year, I think we crossed. Um, a while back, actually, a hundred thousand downloads in just uh, just 2022. So, um, mm. still, um, yeah, so much fun, and, and thanks so much for listening. Indeed, indeed. 
And um, before we, we we do the, the you know the um, the normal Lars says takes us out. I just want to show you this for those of you who are on uh, YouTube. Um, what are your desired outcomes for the next year, and uh, how do you make your Merry Christmas done? And with those words, I leave it up to you, Lars, to take us out. <laughs> take us out for the last time in 2022, which we always do by wrapping up and telling you to head on over to wiserlearning.eu if you want to have a look at the different offerings. Morten mentioned uh, Crucial Conversations, Mastering Dialogue. Find more information about that and the other seminars, including Getting Things Done. All of that on vitallearning.eu.no in Norway, and now I can see .dk in Denmark as well. So head on over there, have a look around. Um, let me know if you find any spelling errors. Uh, it just <laughs> launched, I think, so let, let me know. Um, if you're outside the Nordics, head on over to cruciallearning.com to find your local partners. Um, and I think by the time this is being released, I think we can also say that you can go over and sign up now for the summer camp. So gtdsummercamp.com, that will redirect you to the right page on vitallearning.dk. Mm -hmm. And from there, you can read a bit more about what our thinking is for this year, and you can sign up and, and save your seat. Um, we've set up an, an early bird version, so uh, be sure to sign up quickly so, so we know where we are going this year with the, uh, the participants. So we really hope to see you there, hope to hang out with you June 17 to 18, 2023. Those are the dates, but you already put those in your calendar, so that, that should be fine. It should be. And uh, for those of you who don't know that this is a, more or less a pro bono um, thing for us, we don't get you know paid for being there. We are there because we love getting things done, love hanging out with your you or you know the G two Ders that um, come. And um, it is very affordable, um, and it's 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 a beautiful place. Um, uh, beautiful nature in Denmark. Um, mm. You should you should come and hang out. Beautiful people, the, the nicest people. In the the nicest people <laughs> in the world are GTDers, as we say. So, so very welcome you are. So. And the last thing we like to mention is that yes. we, as always, hope that you find these episodes valuable. If you do, please give us a rating on whatever platform you're using: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible. Downcast, Pocketcast, whatever else they're called. If you can uh, give us a rating there, that really helps with discoverability. So as always, thank you for that as well. If you didn't buy us any Christmas presents this year, that might be the Christmas present we would wish from, from you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. A five-star review would be very much welcome. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening to us, continuing. Um, we hope that we bring you value and we have a ton of new content coming next year some really interesting interviews coming and uh, some listener questions we are they are pouring in so please keep them coming and until next time i would like to say stay safe and stay productive bye 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 everyone <laughs>